Looking to reduce your energy bills? Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers with a wide range of renewable energy products including solar PV, battery storage and air source heat pumps we offer bespoke solutions for a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation available until 30th September 2023 The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy Design your bespoke solar PV system and meet your energy needs with no upfront costs Let's go As the Europa League comes to Glasgow tonight Rangers up against Real Betis with us Andy Walker and Craig Moore just two nights after Celtic lost 2-0 against Feyenoord we can hear from Brendan Rodgers today back yesterday and he's talking about the game and also the prospects in the Champions League and also this weekend's action with Livingston but Craig all eyes and ears tonight will be on Ibrox 17 months ago they were in the final in Europa League they're back in it how are you feeling about this game tonight? Look, I'm quite excited by the game tonight. Uh, I think a lot has happened within those 17 months uh, in terms of, I think, the expectation. Uh, Rangers winning at home is something that Rangers fans have seen for a long, long time. That confidence, I would say, is probably not 100% there. Um, Obviously, a few issues in terms of players betting down, settling in, plus a, a couple of injuries. Look, never be fooled by a Spanish team's league position. Mm. I learned that the hard way, way, way back when Valencia were bottom of the league, mm. got to two European Champions finals. Betis are a good side, a good side, but it's achievable for Rangers to get a result. Like I said, just that confidence. They need to knock out, I think, a number of matches for people to be really confident in terms of what you expect and what you're going to get. It's time for people to settle down, Andy, is it? and to perform after all the signings during the summer. How are you feeling about this big match tonight? Rangers, a great record in Europe. Yeah, they have, and uh, I think that's what they need to try and get back to. I'm not convinced they can win that tonight. When I look at the Betis uh, team, when the likes of Bellerin, the likes of Isco, I think there's a bit of quality there. And it's a big game for Michael Beale because he needs to get the supporters back on side. I'm sure he's got all the players on side, but... The supporters, I think, are, are still undecided uh, as to whether he can win a big game and, and get them progressing. Well, tonight's a huge one for him. We'll hear from Michael Beale shortly. And Craig, you're going to give us your team in a few moments. Who will they play tonight? And Andy as well. Celtic disappointed the other evening. Can Aberdeen do something tonight in Frankfurt? A team we all saw again just over mm. a year ago. And this time last year, they were Europa League champions. Right up against it. Yeah. Um, mm. I, I watched actually Aberdeen at the weekend against Hearts and I thought they were poor. You were there, weren't yeah, you? I yeah, I was at the game. Uh, look, away from home, uh, I, I think it's going to be an extremely tough mm. evening for Aberde- Aberdeen. I don't expect them to get anything out of the game tonight well like uh, Craig I've seen Aberdeen a couple of times this season I'm going up on Sunday to see them at home at Ross County I don't expect them to get anything tonight I think it's uh, another learning curve uh, for them and the sooner they just get back to winning ways I think primarily domestic football they haven't won yet in five games it's almost unimaginable that Ross County could go to Petaudry on Sunday and get a victory if that were to happen the I'm sure the supporters would let uh, the manager and the board hear all about it. This time last night we heard from Michael Beale and he was telling people about the problem with Nicholas Raskin after the weekend. No, Nico's out until after the national break with a calf problem. Took a kick in the game and afterwards the kick is is given him a problem in his muscles. So him, Todd and Danilo are the three that are missing. How are you feeling about that? So Craig, it's a disappointment because he's been one of the mainstays. 
Yeah, look, I mean, he has, and he does give you a bundle of energy in in the middle mm. of the park. I think he's a ball winner, uh, but at the same time, I think he's nice and positive when he when he has it, wants to pass the ball forward. Um, so look, he will be a miss, um, but it's a, it's an opportunity for someone else to come in to to the middle of the park. Ryan Jack hasn't played uh, recently in the old match or so, so you would expect. Ryan Jack to come in and fill that position. One of the problems for Michael Bill is he hasn't won what are deemed to be the biggest games. Yeah. Tonight would come into that category. You're at home, yep. you're the first, you're at the first pot, you know, you're the yeah, top yeah. seeded mm-hmm. and, and expected to win. Yeah, and again, the talk has been expected to progress through the group. Yeah. So home games become massive. Uh, you need to win the home matches. This is the first opportunity, Paul. So again, it does fall in that bracket of uh, a game with real importance and so far uh, we have to be honest and say that Michael Beale has come up short in these matches so it's a big test for him tonight um, again 50,000 52,000 in there that will be wanting a performance um, so look big big effort needed need to be at, at a perfect best because Betis uh, will be happy to absorb but certainly uh, capable to counter I look back to when Rangers went on that uh, yep. impressive run to UEFA Cup final. In so many of the games, Craig, it was it was either Ryan Kent, it was either mm-hmm. uh, Alfredo Morelos who were... Yep. Tillman also, drag- big moments. Tillman, yep. yeah, they were dragging them through big ties. They were coming up with big moments. And as yet, you haven't seen any of the yep. new players prepared to give the supporters a, a big moment, a big, um, a big touch of class, you know. Andy, where do you think that will come from? I don't know. I'm looking at uh, Lammers. I'm looking at Dessers. I haven't seen their quality yet. What what a pity that Danilo uh, got such yeah. a bad injury at the weekend because he looked as though he had something special about him. I still think Barisic is your best bet as a as a left back. Um, uh, he will even, play tonight. Well, I don't yeah. think Yilmaz is in the, the, the oh, squad. Yeah. So yeah. the European squad. So that's obviously a bit of a problem, but. I still like Kemar Roof. I still like uh, his ability. Mm. But I think, Craig, you're, you're going back to players who were, mm. who were, who were already there. Yes. And you expected a bit more of the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the, the signings that were coming in. And as yet, uh, I don't think any Rangers fan has seen any evidence of a, a game changer. No, and I think that's fair. Like I said, I, I believe that at the moment you look through the Rangers squad and you're, again, without them performing anywhere near their best, you're looking at, um, you know, okay, a, a, a good squad, so to speak. Uh, we touched on this a few weeks ago. X factor. You're right, Andy. There's not a not a player in there that can, in my opinion, at this stage, light a game up, can really change a game in a decisive action, whether that be a killer pass or whether that be that special goal that's needed to give the the fans a real boost. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700 for Rangers fans on the way to the game. Uh, give us a call. Speak to Craig on the way to the match along with Andy Walker. Are Celtic fans, what are you thinking after the other night? Disappointment against Feyenoord. We're going to speak to both guys about it, get their take on it, a disappointment. But Brendan Rodgers is also speaking about the goal difference could come into it because if you're down to nine men for so long, Andy, the next morning when you hear it's 2-0, it could have been worse. Could have been worse, but I think in general, when you look at it from the start of the game, I think Feyenoord were there for the taking. A really good Celtic performance. I think they would have got something. Um, big moment right on the stroke of half time whether it's a, the fault of the wall or, or Joe Hart or probably a bit of both yeah. Is that what you felt? Uh, a bit of both if you were on commentating Yeah a bit, a bit of both but I think you. I mean you always want the, the biggest man on that side of the wall and it's sort of um, you know going up in a, a 
and going down rather than a, a sliding scale. But I think when the ball bounces on the six-yard line and it's been hit from 30 yards, you do expect your goalkeeper to save it. It wasn't right in at the post. So uh, I think it goes down primarily to a goalkeeping error. Yeah, look, I mean, I'm not going to pull it apart in terms of technically, in terms of the wall, right? Because very basic... Kyogo, if he stays straight front on, mm-hmm. he, uh, the ball hits him in, in in the midriff, and there's no there's no problem. Uh, you know what I mean? But then in terms of left footed, right footed, where the height is in the wall, and all that sort of stuff. If he stands still, the ball hits him. Uh, but to go around and to hit the ground from that distance, Andy as well, mm-hmm. Hart has to do better for me. For sure. Celtic fans, what are you feeling? 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. And Brendan Rogers was asked, was he happy with the transfer window, which closed, what, just well, nearly a month ago? <laughs> I know you're both laughing because have you ever met a manager who is happy? Not yet. You know, with a, a transfer window. Right, Michael Beale, what's his expectation for tonight and for this Europa tournament? One game at a time. We need to get out of the group and get to knockout phases. And then we'll see as we go. It's, as I say, one game at a time. And, it's a good group that we're in. Two teams that won their championship last year. Obviously, Real Betis was six in La Liga and they won their group last year with Roma unbeaten. Obviously, Roma went to the final, so they've showed their pedigree in the competition. I think they've recruited well in the summer. So, listen, it's a, it's a competitive group, but we're expected to get out of it. Michael Beale's view on it. Yeah, no, just a laugh <laughs> again when I go. Uh, one game at a time, yeah. but then talking about progression and getting out of the group and... <laughs> Again, it, it it really is one game at a time because you're given a lot of information out there. The expectation, of course, is to get out of the group. Mm. I just think that can be uh, maybe a little bit – keep your cards closer to your chest you a little said bit. that before, yeah. Does he say too much? And let's, let's yeah. talk about the game tonight. Let's talk yeah. about winning tonight. Let's talk about a big uh, home support. Let's try and use that to our advantage. I, I think, first and foremost, he needs to get the majority of Rangers fans back on side yep. after losing to, to Celtic when Celtic were under strength well you saw the reaction you heard uh, the reaction he needs to get them back on side that was put to him Andy what about the fans tonight I think they'll be behind the team they, you know they showed it every week they support us you know that I thought the fans were excellent at St Johnston at the weekend there was um, they cheered the team off they clapped them off so I think they want to see uh, their team go after Real Betis and we'll do that as best as we can they're a good side you know the players like Ishko in there and the Jose Perez we have to be careful with some of their attacking players but the most important thing tomorrow is that we come off that pitch and we're talking about Rangers players that's the aim for everybody as I say it's a, it's a real high quality game we're looking forward to it we have been since the draw came out What's your team for tonight, Craig? What would you go with if you were the manager? So, yeah, um, I think the, the, the back line, uh, you're battling in goal, obviously that's sure. a no-brainer. Yep. Barisic comes in, Yilmaz is not in the squad, no-brainer. Yep. Davies, uh, I think, will keep his position in terms of just natural balance, mm-hmm. left-sided. So it's Tavernier, Goldson, yes. Davies. Yeah, that's yep. your back four. I, I'm going to go with, with, with two holding midfielders in Jack and Lundstrom. Sifuentes, mm-hmm. With a little bit more license uh, mm-hmm. to maybe play a similar role to to, to a Raskin, mm-hmm. uh, but you want to be able to let him break forward at times. And I'm going to go for a front three of Matondo, Dessas, and Roof. Okay, I think you're two out from what Barry went with last night. Andy, what do you feel? What would you go yeah, with? Yeah, I was yeah. pretty much along the same line. Certainly the goalkeeper and the back four, Lundstrom, Jack. Actually, uh, with Sifuentes, I had uh, Matondo. Uh, Roof and Lawrence. Lawrence, okay. Yeah. So Lawrence, mm-hmm. I think, 
has got I think he's got good ability I just remember him from the start of last season before he got that injury you obviously remember him from his time at Derby yeah. I think he's got good ability I think he's getting back to his best I think that pass that he played into Terrific. the path of Matondo exactly what uh, you're looking for and that sort of link up that sort of understanding with someone who's got a bit of pace and can, can run in behind I think Lawrence is the type yeah. of player that, that can find a teammate like that yeah. the only reason I, I don't have Lawrence in the starting 11 is because he's had that long term injury yeah. so you're kind of mindful of giving him too much too soon mm. but great player and you and Barry are really close you are aren't you but he was going with Lawrence. He went with Lawrence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He went but with Lawrence, again, that's yeah. a great thing about football. Of course. Uh, yeah. You know, in terms of, I, I'm just yeah. always mindful of like these players that come back from long term injuries. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you've got to be careful the way that you manage them back into regular football, being able to take the workload that is is, is able to be repeated, Paul. The most important sure. thing, repeated. So I uh, wouldn't be surprised if he starts because of his quality. Yep. I would rest him. And he went with Roof, Desers, and Sima. Up front, so yeah, yeah, okay. Well, and Seema's been good, huh? Seema yeah. has been good. He come on again, obviously. How did he after do for you? You he were done there. well, yeah. he done well. He, he actually looked um, good in the drifting off into the wider yeah. areas. Mm-hmm. He, he's got some pace which which enables him to get away from defenders or certainly get defenders, you know, making challenges. Uh, so you can get fouls and you can get opportunities and all that. He, he done well, he done well, but again, I'm looking at. Maybe something that can start well and 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 try and establish themselves in the game, but then at the same time you need to have uh, you know these players that can come off the bench and also continue to to make that impact. I, I think Matondo is a similar player, but I think I've seen a bit more from Matondo this season than Sima, and Sima is one of the players you would expect maybe a wee bit more from. So if he does get the the nod tonight, it's exactly the type of game where you want to see him do something special. Mm-hmm. Are you looking forward to it, guys, tonight? It's so, always a good yeah, yeah, European yeah. football. Exactly. Come Fantastic. on, let's give it the old. I yeah. love it. Love watching it. Love being part of it. Yeah. Uh, just totally different from what you're you're used to. Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, it's tremendous. How do, and these type of games, you want to get go into these games, Paul. For me, first pass, first tackle. Yeah. Make it a good one uh, and yeah. start the game well. Bush. Whatever that means, yeah. It's the Go Radio Football Show with our friends at Global Eco Energy. Paul Cooney in the company of two legends, Craig Moore and Andy Walker, and your calls coming in. And you can join us in the socials as well at Go Football Show. Give us a call on the way to Ibrox. Uh, I went past yesterday and you know yeah. the, the trucks were arriving for the TV and all the rest of it. It's great. So it's not the Champions League music tonight, sadly. And everyone's been talking about that with Champions League back and we'll talk more about it. I watched PSV Arsenal last night. It just shows you the gulf, doesn't it, between the two, Craig. You were obviously watched both rounds. Does it make you think for Rangers or for Celtic? You think, my goodness, Arsenal. Yeah, I mean, look, PSV's problem is they try to go toe-to-toe mm. and Arsenal just picked them off at will. Um, that's the quality. But then again, you look at PSV and what they've done to Rangers. Yeah, sure. So you can see the tears, you can see the steps. And you, you can, it's reflected in the cups that are on offer. Yeah. Champions League, absolute, the elite. Mm. Then you've got the Europa League, which is uh, just a, another tremendous level. And then you've got this Europa Conference League where yeah. so many of the English clubs, even with a number of changes, uh, their, their, their depth of squad, their strength of squad, their quality mm. in the squad is so strong. You, you would imagine another English team, whether it's Villa or Brighton or West Ham again, will uh, will get to the final at least. Alan's been on the socials. Now, the other night, Barry, we were talking about Ange Postacoglu and the success at Tottenham. I know it's early in the season, and Barry said he could end up 
manager of Man United. Now, Man yeah. United last night, 4-3. I think if you'd fallen asleep for a 20 minutes, yeah. it was more like 4-2, wasn't mm-hmm. it? But he did score near the end. 4-3. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Is uh, Could you see Ange moving to Man United? Well, I think you might have got a, a message from me around about that time when I was listening to the radio yeah. at home because uh, I, Ange was linked to the... Well, Yokohama is part of the City Group. He did, yeah. Uh, so I was thinking that certainly it wouldn't surprise me to see Ange take another step from Spurs. I think he'll have a really good season. Barry say top four, I'm saying top six. Okay. Um, but that's a fantastic season for Spurs. And you know, I, I was like, I wouldn't be surprised if it was at Man City one day. Uh, so Man United was a different slant for me. Got you. It's amazing yeah. how it all changes because he was appointed the Celtic manager when Celtic chased Eddie Howe for so long. Yeah. And he was immediately ridiculed and he's been ridiculed to a certain extent down south by uh, those in and around Tottenham, those right. who are rivals of Tottenham. I think what he has to do, and of course he started well, and of course the the level of excitement and everyone buying into his relationship with players, getting the best out of players, um, and playing some really good football that the fans are enjoying. He needs to keep that going. He needs to. I think he needs to finish in the top four if... What you're saying is that uh, he makes another step to... I mean, Man United have been really poor for a number of years and they are the type of club that can get back to the very top with good leadership. Don't disagree. Uh, My my only thing would be is you look at the clubs that that Ange has managed, um, there is an element there in terms of it's been chaos. Yeah. But I just think that Man United in terms of the the size of the club. I don't think he would get the run at it in terms of the control that he mm-hmm. he naturally has in terms of changing has the football Has he got the club. run of it at Tottenham completely? No, I don't think so. Daniel Levy's loving it. I see, he was in front of the public for the first time in a long time, Andy. Yeah. But listen, who knows? And that's in England, but obviously yeah. someone was on there. Alan was asking the question. Um, Harry Kane, ironic last night that he uh, scored. A, it was a quieter night, but um, he could have been at Man United maybe. And the ownership thing has never yeah. been sorted. The Glazers are still there. Craig? One one thing. Remember, and to be fair, it's not to have a pop, but Mr. Brazil talks what's Alan Brazil. Uh-huh. I, I can't believe that people haven't made more of that. Remember when Ange was first announced yeah. uh, and Alan yeah. Brazil was like, ah, come on, ah, come on, ah, come on. Like, uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? But Ange's, Ange's done yeah. that his whole life. He's proved people wrong yeah. and he'll continue Hon- to do it. Honestly, I think in a general sense, there was uh, so many people in Scotland and maybe even in the UK, yeah. they look down on Australian football. Mm. They look down on Japanese sure. football mm. and we didn't appreciate that oh, come on, we're in we're in Scotland. We've got all yeah. this. We've got all that. England just down the road. This this is sure. a this is yeah. a serious league. We don't take that lot seriously. Yeah. And it was just a it was ignorance ignorant, on exactly. our part. And a Greek name as well, which yeah. you know was unfamiliar at the time. Absolutely, you know, everyone and had we to were, get used to. Now. I think we yeah. were. I think we were arrogant and ignorant and I think he showed yeah. us all up. Will you apologise, Andy Walker, <laughs> on behalf <laughs> of you the nation? Of them, Andy? Yeah. <laughs> Rangers in action tonight. Um, Rangers fans on the way to the game. Look, we know about all the criticism of the manager and the team, but you're there tonight. Hadn't sold out yesterday, so let's hope tonight it's 50,000 who'll be there. What are you looking at? Okay, there's no Danilo, but there are other strikers. The good side of it is, is that we obviously have Kamar fit at the moment, which is the first time in a long time and he's played his first First 90 minutes, I think, since August or April 2022. We have Cyril, we have Seema who came on there and we have Sam Lammers. So in that sense, we do have 
numbers. And in this moment, I'll be looking for those guys to to, sh to show their quality in the team, for sure. And we'll give you that team news in just over an hour's time. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. 10% off your solar install in September. Terms and conditions apply. Let's go! Craig Moore will be heading down there straight after the programme for Rangers against Real Betis. They were in town today. I'll tell you what I thought was sad in some ways. There was uh, lots of Rangers fans coming together. That was all good. You know, they were just around mm -hmm. the city. Mm -hmm. You could see, with the, obviously the blue and white, you could see the green and white of Real Betis in town, the Spanish, good to be here, in this great city of Glasgow. And then I thought, the sad thing is, they're off to the game, which is brilliant, and the Celtic fans couldn't go to Ibrox the other week. And it'll be the same thing at the end of the year, Rangers fans not going. It'll be the same for some time. They're, they're not interested in accommodating one another. And like you, I was, yeah. in, I was in the city centre last right. night. How was it? And it was yeah. tremendous yeah. to see the green and white of Batiste and wandering around, as you say, our yeah. beautiful city. I think the two clubs, the directors, need to have a good, hard look at themselves. This is the economic powerhouse of Scotland, this great city. Yep. So many people are trying to do it down. Let's get back. Let's respect it for sure. You know, have a go at each other at the game. Enjoy it. It's such a spectacle. Mm -hmm. But stop this thing about oh, not having the opposition fans in. It's nonsense. It's tosh. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to see, yeah. uh, you know, whether it's a seven or 8,000, I'd love to yeah. see that because it, it just... Be Look, we've got a really special marquee game. Uh, and for me, that's a really, really big part of that. So to take that away, um, it's, it's disappointing. So hopefully they can sort things out in the future. Although, Andy, I probably side on, on, on what you're saying is it's probably a, a decent time away from that actually happening. Yeah, I think yeah. so. And uh, it's a great shame, but it's what both clubs want and uh, a real pity. Excuses, isn't it? That's what yeah. you'll get from them. Come on. But just you saw it today, the green-white of the opposition team coming into Glasgow. They're welcome. They'll go to the game. You think Celtic aren't welcome at Ibrox. And it's the same. I know they offered, what, 700 tickets? But come on, it takes 52,000. And the same at Celtic Park. I think it's absolute nonsense. No, uh, one, no one has got the inclination to, to drive this forward. And uh, that's a problem. We've also got you know, an SFA who don't want to get involved, not interested. No. Not nothing to do with them, and uh, to see I think here. everyone yeah. everyone yeah. thinks I great pity, and especially yeah. guys like me and uh, Craig you played, who played in the yeah. game. And uh -huh. my God, you loved our strong sure. away support at uh, at Celtic yeah. Park. I think it helped you. It helped you as a player, and it didn't help Rangers the other week, Craig. Did it when it it's didn't. when it's empty and you're no. a goal down? And okay, if you can come back in and score, mm. sure, nothing yeah. like it. But I think sometimes, yeah, I think yeah. sometimes for you know for Celtic, for for example. Not at not at their, their their strongest in terms of the squad in terms mm. of their starting eleven, um, and, and not out having any supporters there. I mean, the motivation to to kind of then get that result is huge. But at the same time, it would be and it would be the same for Rangers at Parkhead. Mm. But you want to do it yeah. with your own mm. supporters. Might give you a uh, bit, certainly a, you know a, a slice of your own supporters even meeting a in bit there. more edge. Anyway, Brendan Rogers was speaking with the media today, and he was asked that question: Are you content with the summer signings? No, no. No, no. You, you, I think if you ask any manager, they'll always be they'll always be wanting more, of course. But uh, but we work with the, the players that's here, and I, I'm not saying that in any disrespectful way. I think every manager will tell you they, they maybe wish they could have done one or two more more signings. But the window closed. We had the players that we had in, and I'm a coach and manager, and and we will work with the very very best players at our disposal to make our performance level the best that we possibly can be. And now we're preparing already for the for the January window and the summer window. 
Andy, to be clear, I think he was asked, are you happy with the summer window rather than the actual signings? What do you yeah. feel about his answer? Well, I think it just sets him apart from those that are making uh, the serious financial decisions. I mean, Celtic are such a well-run club. I think everyone has seen the tremendous uh, uh, set of accounts uh, recently. The turnover is huge. I think the biggest thing for supporters, certainly the ones I speak to, is the fact that uh, they sold Jota for £25 and that would never have been in anyone's radar and it might have led to a, a sort of marquee signing, but we've discussed it before, Paul. I think Celtic are very content to have a squad that is capable of being the best in Scotland. And I think they have. I think they have got a squad that is capable of being the best in Scotland. I think a lot of supporters, if there's anything that they're envious about uh, towards Rangers, it's the amount of victories they've had in Europe in recent years. Getting to a UEFA Cup final, absolutely tremendous. Winning home and away, uh, getting out of a group stage, and I know it was the uh, Europa uh, Europa League, not the the Champions League. And when Celtic get into the Champions League, they um, they pull themselves away from Rangers and everyone else because the the money is enormous. Well, look at the financials, Andy. And some people yeah. did say, oh, it's not as much as you think. It's in black and white now. It was 30 million they took from Champions League last year. And, you could, and that's such a gulf, Craig, isn't it, as yeah. well? Yep. Uh, there's a really fair assessment there from Andy, wasn't it? What about Rangers fans? What do they feel about Celtic? Because they're not as strong as they were this time last year, I don't think. Mm-hmm. I know they've got injuries. Mm-hmm. Sorry, before you answer, yep. Craig, I sure. just think in a very basic sense, Rangers are not as strong as the team uh, under Giovanni Van Bronckhurst. They're not as strong as that team. And that's, we're talking 16, 17 months on. And, well, that's my opinion. They're not as strong. No, no, and and at this stage, look, you're entitled to your opinion, um, of course. And, and, you know, I kind of agree with it. I thought at the start of the season again, but that's before they hit the training ground, before they go and play games, that the Rangers squad was was going to look stronger. Unfortunately, this moment in time hasn't backed it up in terms of what we've actually seen. So it, it's it's very, very fair. Um, look, in regards to the spend and that top flight, look, it is very, very difficult. Although I will say that with the money that Celtic have had that's come into the football club, uh, a marquee, and I'm not saying a marquee sign as in a fancy name, maybe the, the, the investment could potentially get them out of a, a group stage in the Champions League because, look, final until the, ga- the the goal and the sending off sort of stuff, Celtic first half with the better better side with the, with the better chances in that match. Yeah. A top striker getting you out, getting you on a decent run, even out of the group stage of Champions League, pays for itself. Yeah. It pays for itself. It's just kind of get trying to get that balance of you know, your investment and to make sure because Celtic or Rangers are not going to win the Champions League. That's a distance. Mm-hmm. But to progress through the group stages can still return you some serious money. Like an Edward, maybe, Andy. Well, he he did cost a lot of money. He nine, was, what, nine? Yeah. Uh, a number of years ago. And um, I, I just, I look at it and I think Celtic could not have hand-picked a better group uh, if you want to think about progress into the knockout stages or, at the very least, finishing third and dropping down into the Europa League mm-hmm. fight. I don't think Feyenoord are a pop one team. I think Atletico Madrid, who I've always regarded as, you know, so strong, so strong defensively. If you look at Atletico Madrid, it's going to be a a nil-nil or a a one-nil. 
they they're the top team in the group. They've got Griezmann, they've got Depay, they've they've got a lot of quality. Um, and Celtic home games, they'll need to make them count because I thought when the when the group was put together, I thought that's a that's a group where Celtic could get five, six, seven points, and that would either get them certainly get them uh, third, third. Yeah. possibly getting them second. And I still think that it depends what they do uh, in Glasgow, of course, in their home games. Atletico Madrid is yep. always going to be the, the really tough one in Glasgow, but at home to Lazio, at home to Feyenoord, um, I think I think they can get wins there if they're at their best. By the way, there was late drama, wasn't there? The Atletico Madrid game, the, the, the Lazio goalkeeper. <laughs> what a header. Absolutely. 95th minute. Fantastic. <laughs> There you go. Come back to that one. Let's go on the lines. 08, 08, 17, 17, 700. As we go there, let's hear from Brendan Rogers. Goal difference could be crucial. Well, it could do. It could do. And it's something that, and that's why I was was so pleased with the reaction of the players when they don't in their men, because I've seen it before. I've seen it we, against 10 men, teams fold. Um, but the one thing we never let go was our spirit in the game. And that uh, that conviction to to get a... A result. Now the result maybe wasn't the win that we wanted, but it, but the two 0 could actually prove very important later down the line. So um, so it could be that tight, and uh, and that result with the circumstances that we were in could could end up working out for us. Here's a first time caller saying hello to Craig Moore and to Andy Walker. It's Paul from Carluke. Good evening, Paul. Hi, Paul. How you doing? Yeah, good. Thanks. Good Hi, to Paul. hear you. Hi, Paul. What are you thinking? What about? Hi, mate. Yep. Brendan Rogers there yep. saying, yep, these uh, look 2 0. Wasn't what they expected, but it could have been worse. And, uh, you know, it could have been three or four. Yeah, but I, I think there's an element of, uh, of deja vu for Brendan Rogers in that he's got development players in there. Um, Thiago Home and Lagerby Elka. I'm glad I got those names right. Well done. Um, yep. <laughs> uh, you know, who are strangers to the Celtic support. Is, you know, is it, a month ago they'd never heard of these guys. You know, or, or, you know, yeah. pre-season, and you know, thrust into Champions League. Thankfully, uh, the boy skills come through. You know, but it, it's just amazing how quickly it can change. You lose Carter, Vickers, and Jota, and the team looks unrecognisable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know Andrew was very, very lucky with injuries, but he's clearly not happy that he didn't get his so-called marquee signings. I think that's true. You could hear that there that he, because he refers to the next transfer window and the one after that, and because January is always difficult. Yeah, it is, and you do your best business um, in the summer window, and they did get some players in. They got a lot of money in, so you you thought they would have spent a, a bit more, maybe a maybe even a, a loan player mm. uh, with a, a a good pedigree. Brendan Rodgers would obviously have a good number of of names that he's maybe worked uh, with or close to uh, down south but it didn't happen and I mean I think I think Paul Celtic have got a squad that's capable of of winning the title getting into the Champions League again and you know I, that would if, if Celtic don't make any sort of progress in the in this uh, Champions League group I mean, that was the biggest uh, statement I took from the the summer chat from Brendan Rodgers, what to make an impact in, in Europe. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what the Celtic supporters are. They're really desperate to do something more on the European stage mm-hmm. because they've 
They've absolutely dominated Scottish football for so long. Let's try and take it to the next level, next level being Europe. And I just think that was an opportunity missed the other night. He's been speaking today about Paul, stay with us. Come to Craig in a moment or two as well. He's saying about the players and the levels. It's time. You know, a lot of young players coming into the squad, coming into the the team. It's like I said before, it's, it's a different team. You know, from even from my grade to come in and, and looking at the players that have moved on and and players that uh, that we've we brought into the club. So so yeah, so that's just it takes that little bit of time and and obviously when you're missing key players, key players can. Uh, Influence the the level of which he can play the game, but thankfully, like Zario Atati, you know he had another you know fifty five to sixty minutes the other night, so that's really good for him because he's he's in terms of match practice been been not playing so much, so that's been good for him. And obviously, once he gets up to speed, he show he'll show that he's a, a fantastic player. So um, a few others coming back a little bit later, and uh, but I would anticipate us getting better as the season goes on. Paul, calling in, do you feel you can and will still come what, third in the group? Uh, I, I think it's early days, Paul, uh, for that to happen. Um, I think um, I think Brendan's obviously got a lot more European experience than Ange did. And I think uh, Kyogo's got a lot to prove. He uh, must have been frustrated with Hatati not laying the ball off the other night there, but kind of changed the whole complexion of the game. So, I suppose these guys like O'Reilly, Hatati, Kyogo have all got another year under their belt and if you know Dominic Nevada's back. But yeah, I, I don't think that's out, out the question. I don't think it's that difficult a group. Um I don't think Italian football's as strong as what it was. Um and yeah, and I was just wanting to make another point about sure. uh, the, the other the, uh, the Rangers squad. I know mean, uh, Craig uh, there's been talk about, you know, a rebuild and all the rest of it and I'm always He's involved in the, the agent side of things, but it's just a bit of a mystery how they've went um, foreign with all these players when the likes of Shankland and Van Veen were on, on their doorstep. Mm-hmm. I don't know what Craig's view is on that. Uh, well, I'll tell you my views. I, I look, I would never ignore the domestic market for one, uh, but of course it needs to be uh, the right players. And, and, and the look, the game today, Paul, in terms of... Um, the pressing, the amount of running. And I think the only thing that kind of works against the Shanklin and, and Van Veen is not their goal-scoring record, but in terms of the way that you have to work without the ball. So you look at Kyogo for Celtic. Good point, good point. Yeah. And, and there's not a chance that Shanklin nor Kevin Veen could, could do that. And, and even the best teams now, you look at their front three, their front four, they work ever so hard. Uh, and then it's about being able to still have the composure and execution to, to score goals. And look, I actually think that you're going to have a lot of fans in Scotland in general, right? That, that, um, so you look at Celtic um, against Feyenoord there, highly competitive in the first match, unlucky to go in a goal down, should actually be ahead of the game. But what let Celtic down was decision-making and execution, yeah. right? Now, yeah. that would be and is the same argument for every Scottish team when they come up against Rangers and Celtic. Mm. Why can't the Shanklins and the other Scottish players perform in the way, track back, if they don't? Why, Craig, are well, we... No, they, are they, the they, 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 they can. But what, what I'm saying is in terms of what they're potentially getting uh, on a day-to-day basis, mm. um, that's not part of, of what they're getting or, or the expectation of that football club. I mean, I've seen Shanklin on the eye. Shanklin's a great goal scorer, yeah, sure. but he carries a bit of timber, right? 
Now, Kevin Van Veen, great goal scorer, um, big lad, could motor once he gets going, use his body well and that sort of stuff. But again, he's he's not not somebody that's going to work the two centre halves and get back in on the on the deep line. Not agile. He's not going to do all yeah. those kind of things. And they're Rangers, the type. Have got, Rangers have got a long history of going to other clubs. I'm thinking of Chris Boy, yeah. Billy Dodds, Kenny Miller, Stephen Thompson, Naismith, Neil McCann, um, Neil McCann, loads. Yeah, and Ali McCoist. I, I think I, yeah. I, I, I think Warren Shanklin can score goals for Rangers. No, he can. He can. Yeah. Uh, absolutely Sorry, no I doubt. Thought, I thought you were, you were maybe suggesting mm. he, their he goals. Wasn't. Their goals for both of those players. I don't doubt that they could score goals. I'm, I'm saying in terms of the, the requirements for every single team is different. I, I think I go back to and I, I think I've said it before. When I think this was put to Michael Beale, and he did say at one point, "I don't see anyone else in Scottish football yeah, yeah, yeah. who's better than what I ha I have here." And that he said that last season. Yeah, so. Yeah. Um, he, he obviously doesn't rate them that highly, and that that's absolutely his call. You stand or fall by your your judgment and yeah. your signings. Paul, sorry, yeah. uh, Paul and yeah, yeah. Paul, listen, <laughs> and Andy. Uh, <laughs> no, you can't, you can't for me, and you would be silly to ignore the Scottish market. Look at recent times. You look at Hickey, you look at um, you look at Lewis Ferguson, Ferguson exactly. you look, John McGinn. Yeah. You, you look at John McGinn John. a little bit earlier. You got Josh, mm. you got Doig. Yep. Uh, also, these you can't ignore what's on mm. your own doorstep. Of course. News for you, Ben Doak, who was at Celtic, but he decided to go. He is playing for Liverpool tonight against Lask. Paul, thanks so much for calling. Don't be a stranger to us. Thanks for making the switch. Thanks, Paul. Cheers, Paul. Cheers. Cheers. Paul, good, good to talk to you. Thank you. Thanks Bye. very Bye. much. Bye. Making the switch every night at five, the Go Radio Football Show. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Personal face-to-face advice on renewable energy products. Let's go. Aberdeen getting, uh, just kicking off now in Eintracht Frankfurt, a ground that certainly you've played against in your days at Borussia Mönchengladbach. Yeah? I'll tell you what, they were good days. They just weren't, they weren't that long, six months, less right. than six it's months. Short. You, yeah. you yeah. talk about uh, money, yeah. Paul. Give us a, and, give us a you know, start. You, well, Eintracht Frankfurt sold Kolo uh, Muani mm-hmm. to Paris Saint-Germain in the yeah. summer for 80 million quid. What? So that's, that's the mm-hmm. level they're dealing at. And David's recent success on the European stage, that's how much uh, of a fight Aberdeen have got tonight. And we we get it. There is such a gulf between, my goodness, Aberdeen and Celtic and Rangers and then the but big even, two. Even against, in this third yeah, tier of right. European yeah, football, there's sure. a massive gulf. Of course. And look at West Ham winning it in the conference that, you know, just a few months ago and their budgets compared to what we have here. So we have to be realistic, but they have to have ambition. What are you thinking, Rangers fans, heading tonight? What you Well, we know you're looking for a win. What's going to happen? 0808 17 17 700. A bit more from Michael Beale. Um, Raskin's out. Uh, Sifuentes, I think, will we see him from the start? He doesn't answer it, but he talks about the player. Well, I think he came in very late. I thought in his first couple of games, he did some really good things. He fantastic cross against Savet, which should have been an assist. He had one also against Livingston, where the defenders made a fantastic block from Cyril Dessert. So he's been unfortunate in that. Then he's been away on international duty, so this is his moment. He's been here for a while now. I, I said it recently that you know the new players have been here long enough now. He was the last one to come in, but I still think he's ready to go. And he's spoken about the opposition and the manager that we all know well. We saw him for years at Man City. It's Manuel Pellegrini. Yeah, for sure. Listen, he's, uh, he's a lot older than myself. He's a lot more experienced. He's worked at some of the biggest clubs in the world. He's at a very big club now and... And they're a good team. As I say, last year they went away to Roma and won. They drew at home. They won that group unbeaten. So the year before, 
they were knocked out Europa League by the eventual winners as well. So they're a good side and we'll have to be at our best. Uh, in the two home games so far, we've scored four goals against Servet and PSV that we've played in Europe this season. In both games, we felt we could have scored more. So it's important that we take the game to bet us as much as we can and try and create them problems. Is that what you're going to see tonight, Craig? Rangers have to take the game to Betis? I, I think whoever turns up uh, at Ibrox, you've got to take the game to them, certainly, to allow that energy to flow from the fans because the fans will turn up every single game. That is a given. Yeah. Uh, and you need that performance, you need that energy matched by, by the players to, to, to really make the, your opponent feel the pressure and feel the heat of Glasgow. Because I tell you what, it can get you over the line. Positive start, Paul. You need a positive start. Where Rangers need to be better, Michael touches on goals that they have scored. Um, but in terms of the goals that they've conceded, set plays, these kind of things, you really need to make sure you're solid there to then go and, and get the right result. 1-0, 2-0. Like a clean sheet, you've got a chance to win the game of football. Andy, surprise start in the Legia Warsaw Stadium. They're one up against Aston Villa. Aston Villa fancied for that mm. trophy. We saw how impressive they were against Hibs, home and away, especially at Easter Road in, in Edinburgh, but mm. lost an early goal. I was going to ask you a prediction, and I know you were going to say they'll go a goal down in three minutes, and you said it'd be Zvolek who would score. What do you ah. think it's going to end up? <laughs> I, I, I think Villa will get to the last stages of this trophy. Good. I think you, when you've got a manager who's a serial yes. European Oof. winner, he will make sure they, they get out of that group yeah. and then you know navigate their way through the knockout stages. He's only won it, what, five times? Yeah, yeah, six, five or six isn't it phenomenal? Tremendous. Yeah. Incredible. Tremendous. Craig, what do you think? Semi-final, yeah. uh, semi-final stage for Aston Villa, I think they'll get to of that competition at least. Aberdeen are at nil-nil at the moment, so just, uh, what, six, seven minutes gone. And uh, Liverpool are nil-nil. And the big news there, I mean, they've made a few changes, but lots of the big names are in, and Ben Doak is playing. And we know, Andy, he could be in the Scotland squad for the international next month. So yeah, I think 16. so. He'll, he'll have a goal of maybe getting into the Scotland squad for the Euros uh, when we qualify, but... I think it's great to see him getting a game from the start. It's um, it's not the Champions League where Liverpool want to be, but he's getting an opportunity in this uh, Europa Conference League. He's getting a start. It's European football. It's great experience for him. And you saw how well he performed for the under twenty ones recently. He was the he was the the best player on the pitch. And all he needs to do is just brush up on his end product. He's got explosive pace. He can finish. He can get, uh, he can set his teammates up for a good chance, but once he brings it all together, he'll be a special player. Hey, let, let's put this into perspective here. 17 years of age? Yeah. Just, tremendous. Yeah. Right, making his first team debut for Liverpool, who are a very, very big club. No matter the competition, that is incredible. He's a great talent, a lot to learn, and what an experience it's going to be for him tonight. It sure is. The Real Betis team are on their way, Craig. I can report they've just left from a city centre hotel. The police escort is there. And they're taking them up to Airdrie to the Excelsior for the game so they miss the start. No, they're on the way to Ibrox. How did you feel heading to the game away from home guys when you were away in away, the opposition? Away games. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know what? I just kind of, you, you, you switch off, you relax. I used to like to enjoy the, the bus journey to whatever stadium mm -hmm. seeing what seeing what the build up was like mm -hmm. seeing their fans normally you know dogs abuse even going into to the stadium yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and that was just the Rangers yeah. fans oh, and, no, and that was just no. me <laughs> <laughs> but now great days great days because again look the, the, the difference of European competition yeah. and we're seeing it at the top you know I'm talking about even the Celtic final game Rangers have had the same situation 
concentration, focus, execution at that top level. You you miss those steps, you fall over. It's that it's that elite. You know, you're punished for every single mistake. You need to be at your best. And they're back in it already, the yeah. Villa. Villa. They lost a goal in three minutes, took them three minutes to equalise through John Duran. Right, so they're hungry as a wolf, aren't they? Oh, good. Hey. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> so that's good if he equalised. Stephen McGinn will be listening in and watching his brother John in action. We're talking about great young Scottish players. Mm-hmm. Billy Gilmer, he spoke yeah. to Jim White yesterday at Talk Sport and Jim very kindly gave us this insert about what he was saying about Scotland. Still uh, a lot to do. We know we're in a good place. Won all our games, 15 points from 15, which is incredible. Uh, and we're in a good place. Got tough games coming up. Still got to go to Spain next month. Still got Norway home, Georgia. So it's still, there's still tough competitions. Of course, we want to be there. We want to start to go to these big tournaments, but we know we're not getting ahead of ourselves. Great to see him get game time now, isn't it? It's what he desperately needed. He was so unlucky at Chelsea, wasn't he? It was very unlucky, but again, I, I think that what Billy has shown um, is, is resilience. Um, you know, you, you, you need to keep working hard, and when that opportunity comes, you need to be able to grab it with both hands. Boy, has he grabbed it with both hands. Sure? Fantastic. Yep. He still looks for the result immediately. You know, if they, if they play at three o'clock on a Saturday, which I know it doesn't happen too often, what's the first result he looks for? Yeah, I still, I still watch the Angels, so I do sometimes uh, if it's on. And of course, when I go to the national team, I'm always speaking to... Uh, John Suter and Ryan Jack, they'll tell me what's happening at the club and stuff. But uh, no, I mean, disappointed that they never got in Europe. I was in the Champions League, sorry, and then I was, I was hoping we could, we could have got them. I think most of my family would have been in the Rangers end and it would have been my dad in the Brighton end. <laughs> and if you do Well, yeah. th- th- this is what we're, we're up against. I mean, he's an exceptional young talent. And obviously, you know, Chelsea came in and took him from Rangers before he could even make any sort of development there. The same with, with Ben Doak and the other couple of lads, Morrison um, and McGovern, was it, that went to uh, Bayern Munich. Mm-hmm. When you're absolutely exceptional, you're, you're, you're going to get uh, picked off the way that Celtic Rangers do it to other clubs. Looking forward to the games tonight. Andy, away from home. How were you? You know, going to the different cities. Did you take it in, or was you know, it just we didn't all about have the match? a? I played yeah. in a Celtic team that didn't have a great European record. It wasn't the group stages. We, uh, my first experience of European football was uh, we played Dortmund at home. We beat them two one, but that was in the days of the away goal, so that was that was costly. Uh, we lost two 0 over in Dortmund. That ridiculous game that uh, Celtic fans of a certain vintage will remember, where we lost. <laughs> We lost 2-1 um, in Belgrade. Yeah. Uh, it was, the game was actually in Mostar. Mm. Uh, oh, we yeah. played Partizan yep. Belgrade. We lost 2-1. We came home and we were we were 5-3 up on the night. So we were going through and we we tried to get another goal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were I've got to say we were we were naive. <laughs> yeah. And when you look at the way Celtic and Rangers, obviously, given that they got to a UEFA Cup final, when you see the way they've progressed, when you see the, the way. Managers approach uh, the game now. Um, it's totally different. And um, but European football, playing against Dortmund, mm. playing against Partizan Belgrade, even going over to uh, Dynamo Batumi, playing Honved, uh, they were all highlights for me as a Celtic player. Great, great days. I remember that night when it was Celtic. It was a minute to go or something, and they tried to score another goal. I had the calculator out doing oh, it live. My good friend Jack yeah, I was exactly. playing up front with he him. Scored he scored four, four goals on the night. I got the other one, and we <laughs> yeah. still went out. It was just remarkable. 
Crazy old game, isn't it, Craig? But we love it, the football. Tonight, how are you feeling now for the match? Some news coming in and it's what we thought would probably happen. Eintracht Frankfurt have gone one up against Aberdeen. It's a penalty and Marmouche has scored. Omar Marmouche. They, they're the, the type game. of team, I yeah. think, who have also got eyes on winning that trophy. I yeah. think they've got, the, they've got the spend, they've got the quality, they've been there before. And with all the, the big English uh, teams, Frankfurt all... Oh, want to go really far and deep in that tournament and of course Aberdeen no wins in five I know it's here well in their last five games yeah I think yeah. we've expected them to win before certainly in mm. the, the Scottish Premiership uh, I don't expect them to win tonight but it becomes uh, a big pressure game on Sunday when they're at home to Ross County Barry Robson's made a couple of changes tonight he, he hasn't played Duke alongside Miofsky which I think might be understandable given the, the quality of opposition but they need to get back together for the weekend and scoring goals. And how 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 is this squad going to cope with the the European football mm. and and the poor domestic start? Do you know he's already made reference to that. It's yeah, the struggle. reason they're not doing so well. We're struggling on the Sundays after um, yeah. a, a Thursday night game, and it will be the same this coming Sunday. Uh, he's already said it. We're struggling. Mm. So how how do you go over it? And then they're missing Liam Scales as well. And he was in the plans for them, there's no yeah. doubt. And in the next hour, we've got Brendan Rogers speaking about him. And Craig Moore is going to give a rallying call to the Rangers fans in the cars, the buses, and heading to Ibrox this evening for the game. It's Rangers against Real Betis. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Personal face-to-face advice on renewable energy products. Let's go! Another European night. It's night three, of course, Celtic in action Tuesday night in Rotterdam. John Hartson was with us last night with Barry. John Hartson hot-footed it back from the stadium. He was telling us guys that he was out with Emma Dodds afterwards and also Rory you know them well Marvelous. but he went straight to his bed to get back here for the Go Radio mm, football show really? so a bit of mm. chat in the breakfast show they mm. enjoyed the chat about how you guys are when you go abroad because you know we see you we hear you in the telly in the radio but actually you get there do you see much of the city do you get to meet some of the opposition fans What's it like as you t- it sounds the best job in the world, Andy? If you can't play okay. football to be commentating, I, and I can remember yeah. uh, doing uh, stuff with uh, Archie McPherson with Oof. STV doing the Champions League nights when Celtic were on a, a Tuesday, Rangers were on a Wednesday, yeah. and uh, yeah, great days, great laughs. What a man, big Archie! Isn't <laughs> he is an absolute he, legend, the venerable. He's the greatest yeah. living Scotsman. There you are. I know you've said that before and who are we to disagree? Let's go on the line then. A uh, great Rangers fan is on. We had a great Celtic fan called Paul earlier and uh, a Rangers fan, Paul. Hiya. Hi, Paul. Hi, um, guys. Hi, Paul. How are you doing, Paul? I thought, I thought, I thought I'd give you a wee call just to say obviously I'm going to the game tonight so looking forward to it. Good. Always um, good to hear you on the way to the match. Right, what's your thought on it tonight? Um, I... Listen, obviously a bit disheartened by Raskin and that being injured, but yeah. Lawrence back I've got Ruth there, mm-hmm. um, hoping these guys can make an impact. And do you know what? I'll, I'll give his confidence if we beat our little leader side. No matter who it is, um, we all bet. It's another good top of Barcelona, but they're still a top yeah. quality team. So sure. I think this will this will help build confidence if pushes maybe on the league as well. But uh, looking forward to it. Good atmosphere in Europe at Ibrox, and these big European nights are are, are great. So I just. Kind of getting an idea of what you think about maybe the lineup tonight. I'm thinking, okay. I, I was just wondering what you think maybe three at the back. I, I, I kind of want to experiment a wee bit, and I know he's touched upon doing three at the back, so what do you think of that? Okay, <sighs> I'll just tell you Liverpool are a goal down at the moment against Lask, 
and Villa are still 1-1 at the moment Aberdeen are a goal down yeah we did get the lineups from Andy and from Craig in the first half but three at the back can you see Look, the manager for, for me again I would, I would I would like to see if it's going to be used I, I would like to see it being used before domestically yeah. or something like that. I don't think you're going to go into a European game look I understand why Paul in terms of you know people think that it makes a lot of sense because fullbacks are the outlet for Rangers uh, you know, you can bring Suter into to a back three or, or, or Davies with Goldson. So, yeah, that kind of makes sense. But for me, I would have liked to have seen it work first before I would attempt anything like that in a European match. Andy? Well, we spoke about it earlier, about speaking too much. And if you're going to go and play three at the back, do it at training. Do it in, in a game and, you know, surprise people. Mm. And you know Rangers have got quality players. Uh, they haven't shown they haven't shown it with their uh, results. And w what I would like to ask you, Paul, is: uh, Are you a Rangers fan who's completely behind Michael Beale? Do you think he'll get it right here? <laughs> Paul, are you all right? Watch it. If you're driving, is that knocked you out? That one, right, Paul? What would you say? No, no, no. <laughs> I, no, I'm, I'm still. I believe in it. I believe in what he's trying to do. I just, I'm a bit dubious. I was an old firm game, and I was still. Some of the decisions just baffled me with taking roof off and things like that at the time. I'm hoping it. I'm hoping the players gel, and I think it's unlucky with Danilo against Johnson. But I've seen commitment there for the guy, and I thought he wanted to play on, and that's what I want to see in the team. And, and I talked to Craig a wee while ago about that mm -hmm. with Barisic because he said, "Ask me what you think about him." Going by way Croatia, not playing with yeah. Celtic against Celtic, sure. that that really that really annoyed me. That and I think yeah. there was a commitment for a guy who's broke his cheek okay. and saying not a way to play. No, it's it's, it's so, di it is it is difficult, Paul. Though I think, like I said, your your, your backline even tonight picks itself unless you were going to experiment with the. Uh, with with the three, but uh, I, I would like to, like I said, personally, have seen that being being used before. Look, Rangers have attacking options. There, there's absolutely no doubt about that. Michael Beale's job is to try and choose what that best looking front three, front front four is going to look like. Um, but Rangers are in a position where they should be, you know, able to go and win every game. And I'm still talking about the big European games. You've seen. I'm sure many great European nights. So they, they should have a great opportunity tonight because your supporters are going to get right behind the team. Here's some good. Let's go to the beach end. Andy, what's happening? I know it's away <laughs> from home. Frankfurt won, Aberdeen won. Well, there's a big surprise. Uh, Polvara uh, has equalised for Aberdeen over at Eintracht Frankfurt. That is, that's a tremendous lift for Aberdeen if they can hold on to that. Magnificent, Craig. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Nah, 22 minutes in, 1-1. Uh, it's nice to be in the game because when they concede early, you're thinking, oh, here we go. But uh, Aberdeen back on the, the scoreboard. And the winners of the Cup, Winners' Cup, because they wear the, they've got the stars, haven't they, on the jersey. Two stars, that, they won the I Super know, Cup the as super well. Cup. So they, yeah. they always, uh, they don't let you forget yeah. it when yeah. you're up there. Yeah. Paul, let's hear from your manager to see if there's any clues here. He's talking about all the games coming up and uh, he's talking about the other strikers they have. Okay, they don't have Danilo. The good side of it is is that we obviously have Kamar fit at the moment, which is the first time in a long time and he's played his first 90 minutes, I think, since August or April 2022. We have Cyril, we have Seema who came on there and we have Sam Lammers. So in that sense, we do have numbers and in this moment, I'll be looking for those guys to... To, sh to show their quality in the team, for sure. 
because it's a huge time for Rangers, Craig. He doesn't. Yeah. He doesn't mention Matondo there, does no, he? No, in didn't. terms of, can I, no. I'm always looking at yeah, the, the 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 three or four forward players. Um, obviously with Danilo, that that is a a terrible one because it's an important goal for him. It was an important goal for the team, and then obviously to pick up that injury. But it's good to see him in a central area. I've got to say, and 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 that's uh, that's where I think Paul, a lot of the supporters, uh, in terms of the players are there, but what are the best four? What are the best four for Rangers and what are their positions? Because at the moment, I still think that that is a little bit unclear at the moment. Oh, asking me? Yes. Yeah, sorry. I, I think, um, I think you're actually spot on, Craig. I think, for, I went to all the friendlies, I've been to have a lot of games this season. Yep. I think he's still experimenting with different types of players in different positions. And I, I was talking to a couple of supporters and we were saying the same thing that, it's a bit like, always get my face wrong, but basically putting square tests and circles type of thing. Like he's putting him in different areas where, where I think he's not getting the right strengths. But, you know, I would like to see, you know, I thought I've picked him up on there so a few times. I, I really like the guy Tom Lawrence. I mean, he's, yep. he's split to Johnson with a cracking, cracking pass. If you play him, he's experienced, he's 29 years old, played with Derby. Yeah. I really rate the guy and I'm, I'm hoping he's going to play a big factor in their season. He's yeah. the type of guy who could go on the play of the season. Adventures yeah. don't yeah. harm. Craig, um, could you see that? Yeah. Yeah, now look, Lawrence is a, is, is, certainly has great qualities in that, that mid to final third, that execution, that killer pass. He can score a goal. My concern is in terms of just him coming back from a long-term injury uh, and that he stays fit and healthy, he will definitely contribute. contribute. See, if we, see if Rangers were going to take a risk. See the risk that I would like them to take he's not going to a back five or three at the back he's going two up top right going two up top with a 10 oh. with a 10 behind him yep. and the reason why the reason why I say that Definitely. is is um, the width comes from our fullbacks so all of a sudden now you've got a second striker that normally would keep a fullback home yep. and central and narrow which then will create a good opportunity in areas where Rangers obviously look to try and exploit um, but I just think that when you when you just play that one up top, and if the position of the the, the two either side if they're not correct, then you you're not you're not sort of like keeping that back four compact. You want them narrow so that you can get the outlet in the wide areas for Rangers. And he missed it earlier. Who are your two strikers? Then are you saying Dezos and Roof? And Roof, yeah. Yeah, Andy, what do you think? Well, as someone who had the most benefit in my career with playing alongside a striker but uh, I, I always like to see a partnership but I do understand I mean Rangers when they had Morelos when they had Kent on one side when they had a number of options on the other side they scored a lot of goals and they scored goals in Europe and they scored goals in difficult games so I think it's just the quality of the player I mean if you're attacking down the left hand side there is no reason for the guy or playing on the right of a three not to be in the box and joining up with the main striker. Likewise, when you're going down the right, there is no reason for anyone to be on the left. You've got to get into the box. You look at what Abada eh, does for Celtic, especially in big games. He's a player who will play on the right-hand side, but he gets himself in a, a, the sort of number nine position, if you like, and was scoring goals. So there was, a, there was an understanding there that you were part of a, th a front three, and it was your job. I can remember Ange Postecoglou talking about how annoyed he was mm. because balls were coming into the box and there weren't enough, weren't enough players to take advantage. So, 
I understand the, the main striker and the two wide and actually at times you're, you're all trying to, to get involved in the you know the business area of their pitch which is around the six yard box penalty spot 18 yard box doing your work there Villa are under the pump Craig they're 2-1 down after 26 minutes and it's Ernest Mucci who scored in that magnificent stadium I was in it once and uh, yeah they're 2-1 yeah. down but a long time to go yeah. not a long time many games are you going to ask Paul his scoreline I know he doesn't like to give a prediction let's put it this way Paul will you be <laughs> smiling in the car on the way home oh no, listen we're going to get off to a good start I'm going for it's going to be a tight game I'm going to go for 2-1 Rangers yeah, I think that's a popular one I'll get us off the marker but can I ask one wee thing Paul just add one wee thing no no that's it <laughs> on you go <laughs> of course no maybe maybe it's to say you might lose Craig because I'll tell you I, I like Oh, I don't know where you are. You may be just near the Clyde Tunnel. I think we're losing you, but you like two up front. Yeah, what were you saying? Oh, Paul, I think you've you've gone. But listen, we'll speak to you and hopefully two one. That would do, Andy. Yeah, two uh, one. Getting three points is all important. I think the other important thing for for Rangers for Michael Beale is to play with a bit of style mm-hmm. when you're when you're winning as well. And the the other side of the coin is, uh, how is Ibrox tonight if it's 2-1 Batiste? You know, because that, I mean, the, the supporters are unconvinced, in my view, about the manager and the signings. You've got all this speculation it's surrounding them. Um, if it's 2-1, it doesn't really matter how you play and Rangers get all three points. That's great. You move on. Um, if it's 2-1 Batiste, you, that that's a that's a big turnaround. You're 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 losing the the supporters more and more. But yeah, <laughs> but but if it was a two-one loss, yeah. which I hope is not the case, mm. and and Rangers played a a, a great match, created a, a decent number of chances, and it didn't work tonight. Andy, I think that there's disappointment appointment naturally because you lose a game. But I think the biggest disappointment for supporters is when maybe those defeats have come. Yeah. That they haven't seen a team that have really had a go, that have created a number of chances, mm. and a pl- that have played a positive brand. That for me is a difference. Okay, Paul, thank you for the call. We lost you there, but uh, looking forward to the game this evening. We'll have the team news. What about maybe last night? They were later coming in. Were they? Yeah, they were a little bit later. Any other news coming in elsewhere? Aberdeen are still at one-one, and that's decent as we they've played over half an hour there um, in uh, Frankfurt, a great city that you played in when you were at Munchen Gladbach. Andy, have you played over there? We played in uh, played Werder, Werder Bremen. Ah, Werder Bremen. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got yeah. a nil-nil. So is, that a, is that with a V? <laughs> <laughs> were you on the other night? No. Ah, he's a smart oh, one. So the other week, oh, right, we said, oh, clubs with V, and I'm like, <laughs> Werder Bremen. Thank you, you Craig. Go. We were leaving early for the match there, Craig. That's been great having you in the programme. Barry will be back tomorrow night. Um, between five and seven, along with Mark Guidi. Right, more on Rangers soon. Let's go back to Celtic. Brendan Rodgers, quite a lot uh, of chat this afternoon. He was in front of the cameras and the microphones. Um, he was asked about the financial results, profits of 40 million, 70 million in the summer in the bank. Well, hopefully. And was he asked, you know, how will this benefit the team? Well, hopefully. Hopefully, I think the, I think what it demonstrates is that uh, how well the club has run behind the... Uh, behind the football side and um, as I said all the markers all the numbers everything is there to to prove that you know my, my job is obviously to look after the the football side and, um, and make us the best that we possibly can 
So I think if you look, the strategy of the club is that it's sending the younger players to develop and improve. I think I've said it before here that uh, to maximise that potential, of course, you you need you need uh, that balance in your squad. You need quality, and you need experience, and that uh, that obviously will help and support potential that you have. So, um, so that's something that hopefully over the course of my time here that. Uh, the squad can regenerate into that that way. Andy, work in progress. I think the message there is that he wants more quality. Mm. Arguably, he wants more experience. I think he sets himself apart from others at the club. I'm the manager, I'm the coach. I work with what I'm given. And um, must be a level of frustration, judging by what he said there, that he's not got more quality and more experience especially when he has said very early when he signed up for Celtic the second time that he wanted to progress the club in Europe and you need quality and you need experience even allowing for the fact that you know Celtic were were so impressive last season the one thing that every Celtic supporter I speak to we want to do more in Europe and it's not it's not necessarily getting out of this group although I think they might be capable of it because it's it's a favourable draw. Mm. But certainly finishing third, dropping into the Europa League and, and trying to get uh, one or two victories home and away in a two-legged affair, that would be that would be really exciting. But I think like now, so one or two more players, what does that look like for Celtic and what, what positions are, 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 yeah. are they? You know, for me, I go clearly another striker. Sure. And then when you go, okay, so, so second position... I think I'll have people scratching their head a little bit. For me, I'd probably go goalkeeper. Okay, there's two. Holding midfielder? I, I think they're okay there. Andy? When I, when I looked at the the, uh, the makeup of the side and the camera was shooting along the the uh, the, the squad, yep. I mean, Matt O'Reilly's physically impressive. He's got good height. Mm. There's not many others. I mean, Liger, Bielka, Bielka yeah. Scales, but... Mm-hmm. Everyone else are, are quite small. Mm-hmm. I think I think Brendan Rodgers would like, you know, a bit more experience, a bit more physicality, uh, a bit more drive. Maybe another quality midfield player to complement the uh, the quality that we know is mm-hmm. there in uh, in Callum McGregor, the captain. But I think when you when you listen to him uh, earlier, I think that's what he's he's crying out for a bit more more quality, more experience, and he, he maybe didn't get it. Because Kieran's been asking Andy, he's heard you before. They're not as strong as they were this time last year, are they? The team, the no, squad. but it's, it's well the the Jota thing. They're, yeah. they're certainly stronger financially. Yeah, sure. Uh, but but the you, squad, you, yeah, yeah, the squad. They've, they've lost a they've lost a a really good player. They've lost a personality player. They've lost a player who can come up with goals on on the big occasion. Mm. And um, you know, it, it, it's difficult when you're a manager coming in. You know, what's your he, he was. There, there are some Celtic supporters who are just not having Brendan Rodgers. They're waiting to be convinced with better football and um, you know going to Ibrox with an under strength mm-hmm. uh, eleven. I think was a was a great performance because it's it's a it's a big result for Celtic, but it's also put Rangers right on the back foot. Of course, but this time last year they had Jikamakis and Juranovic. It's about key players, yeah. uh, Paul. You know what I mean? Because you, you look at it, so last year you got Harding goals, you got Karnovic yeah. and Starfield who were 
unbelievable yeah, last sure. season. You know, obviously McGregor was 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 ever present. Kyogre was unbelievable. And then you start, you know, Jota was huge. Riley was decent. Yeah. Moy was decent. Abada was buzzing. Abada. He's, in, he's out for four months. Yes, yeah, so you need, sometimes you, you yeah. need a little bit of luck in terms of yeah. injuries as well that play a part in our game. Sometimes mm. you're a little bit unlucky. I mean, you've got yeah. the South Korean yeah. striker, oh, who's got a bit of physicality mm. about him, but hasn't really shown it, you know, in a, uh, playing a, in a big game from the start yeah. and shown that he can lead the line and be the main man. Which Jikamakis did. He in could, abundance yeah. he could do that no problem yeah. what about the injuries to CCV and uh, Nat Phillips I'm only smiling because I think a reporter asked him so what's the latest on Cameron Carter-Vickers well I think if you look at your notes from last week I will say that Cameron Carter-Vickers is back in uh, 9th of October you don't need to keep asking every week and Nat Phillips we will we will see uh, Nat is um, he, he had a heavy roll in his ankle last uh, last weekend we'll give him another 24 hours he's he's been out on the pitch today so we'll just assess that from there right so don't be asking that one again is that <laughs> the 9th of October no, get that you, one right and do your homework look right. at your notes that was a yeah. good line but no I think it's a great pity for Nat Phillips because yeah. obviously he was up on a short term basis and you wanted him to be to be fit and available and shown the quality that he showed occasionally at Liverpool, but primarily at uh, Bournemouth when he went on loan, he looked a right good player. And when do you think CCV will be back playing, Andy? <laughs> <laughs> Wait till I check my notes. Yeah. I, won't yeah. a- I won't ask that one again. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. 10% off your solar install in September. Terms and conditions apply. Let's go! Paul Cooney with Craig Moore and Andy Walker. 0808 08, 17, 17 700, lots of calls coming in. We heard a few moments ago from a Rangers fan on the way to the game. Any other thoughts, Andy? What's happening with the Villa? They're fighting back 2-2? Yeah, that looks like a really good game. Leisure Warsaw, they've been one up, they've been 2-1 up, but Villa have pegged them back twice and Lucas Digne has uh, got the equaliser. I'm sure there's a few more goals there. Craig, Rangers will have the team news quite soon. Any, has anyone been on yet? Have you had the... No, I have not had no, anything no through yeah. yet, but... Um, then the, the, the nerves and the, the excitement, I guess, for you know what will be again a, a special night. Uh, and there is, there's no getting away from. There is a lot of pressure, not only on Michael Beale but also the players, Paul, yeah. to to perform. You know they've had a a, a decent run of matches now, and uh, there needs to be these strong performances. The fans will give it absolutely everything. All they want to see is the players do exactly the same. We're watching out. And we'll bring it to you. First, the Rangers team. Back to Celtic, of course, 2-0 the other night in Rotterdam. Here's a bit more from the managers, his reflections today on that game. Well, you always have to try and do it, no matter what game you're playing, if, especially when you lose, is have that balance and and common sense approach to it. I think that when I when I look back on the game, like I felt in the game, the, the players, they were applying maximum effort at the level, uh, were well in the game. I'm fortunate to be behind it. it at half time, um, and of course, when you when you go down to nine men, it uh, becomes really really difficult in any game, but in particular at the highest highest level. But what I will say is the players they kept going. They showed a great spirit right to the very end, and actually the two nil scoreline might be invaluable for us later later down the line because uh, we play fine order in the last game, and if it comes down to goal difference, that could prove very very important for us. And Andy, you reckon they could still get that third spot? How do you think they'll do against Lazio in a couple of weeks' time at home? Well, if they want to finish at least third and challenge to get out of the group, they need to win. There's no other option. And that's why I thought when the draw was made, absolutely, you accept this is a real quality. 
But it's not the quality. It could have been much more difficult, rather. And I think if you're wanting a pot one side, then Feyenoord were the one to uh, to draw. They've got that. And Atletico Madrid, I think they look as though they're the, the pot one team. They could have run away with it. But obviously Craig was mentioning that astonishing goal from the yeah. uh, the, the Lazio goalkeeper to uh, get them both a point. So everyone is off and running except Celtic. Providel, have you ever seen a keeper come up and oh, strike? You know, with his head, with such. That's a great goal. It was a great skill, wasn't it? I tell you what, yeah. he, Andy, he attacked it like Fantastic. a proper striker. Yeah, the Incredible, wasn't it? The movement was terrific. Oh. The movement was that of a you know a top striker. Yeah. Do you know that his grandparents lived next to the Yashin family? And some people, if you if you know the history of football, he was the only goalkeeper, Lev Yashin, the Russian. Yashin. He's the only one ever to win the Ballon d'Or. So it was his grandparents. Quite right too. You should yeah. never give the Ballon d'Or to a goalkeeper. Why? Because they're not exciting. They don't get you on the edge of your seat. But, but they think they're exciting. Right. right. No. Okay, they'll make good saves, but they're not the best players in the world. They don't give you the most entertainment. Mm -hmm. Next caller, Alan McGregor on the line. <laughs> Great Move, to hear you. Moving Great on. Wait, what, he's on, he's got a testimonial soon. No. Joe I'm not Hart. having a goalkeeper's best player in the world. No. No? I'm having the best goalkeeper in the world, but not the best player, the mm. most. The Ballon d'Or is elite. It should be about entertainment. Um, who who the, could you possibly put forward today a goalkeeper that could win the Ballon d'Or? Alisson? Craig? Alisson, yeah. He's well, Alisson, he was one who went up and scored yeah. against two sure, West Brom three West years Brom. ago. So, got them into okay. the was, Champions League. I've just digged that one out, but yeah, that's but it. You're, done you're, you're just not having it. You dug that out very well. Here's a question for both of you. But Andy, first, this has come from Kev in Springburn. How do you expect Celtic to bring in the young players to the first team when the biggest teams in England come and take them? Ben Doak, for example, playing tonight, although Liverpool, are they still a goal down at the moment? Yeah. Uh, they, so Ben Doak might have been playing in Rotterdam there on Tuesday. And he's asking you, how can we progress and keep them at Celtic? How can the young players make progress? It's obviously very difficult, he says, what do you think? Well, the answer is you can't. And I'm, I'm thinking of recent Celtic teams with homegrown players. I'm thinking of Aidan Magidi, who came through. Yeah. I think made them a lot of money when, when he went to Spartak Moscow. I'm thinking of McManus. Sorry, so he was a success, obviously. Aidan Magidi he was at a, Celtic he scored was a, a lot of goals. Yeah. success uh -huh. and, uh, before, sure. he, before he moved sure. on. Who, Stephen McManus. Uh, Stephen McManus. Yeah. Uh, Sean Maloney who came through yep. and, and made money. But all, always down to the individual. They've all got uh, agents. And maybe the, the option for uh, Ben Doak is that he's 17 and he's playing from the start tonight in Europe. Would, would he be doing that with Celtic at 17? I, I'm not sure. You've also got others like Stephen Welsh, mm -hmm. uh, Rocco Vata. Yeah. What, what sort of ability they, sure. they have? What sort of chance will they get? Celtic have signed uh, uh, numerous centre-backs Maybe they don't really believe in... Uh, look at Liam Scales. He's there as a... What is he? Number five, number six in the pecking order sure. if everyone was fit. Yep. So it's going to be really difficult. And we've said it before, you have to be really exceptional as a young 16, 17, 18-year-old to get your opportunity at the big clubs. Kieran Tierney. That's Kieran Tierney, one. of course. Yeah. Kieran Tierney came through and made the club absolute fortunes with his £25 million move to Arsenal. And getting rave reviews over in San Sebastian, now, yeah, Real Sociedad, winning last night. Tremendous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he played 60-odd minutes last night and apparently yeah. done uh, very, very well. I think the, look, the answer to that, see the 16-year-olds? Mm -hmm. You can't keep them because the, the English clubs uh, are shopping uh, and the 16-year-old, they're not playing first team here. The money talks. Um, 
and, and, and that's not going to change, right? So, you know, you, you, these players that we touched on, Billy Gilmore, uh, yeah. back in the day, like, you're still going to lose those, those type of players, right? And we're losing what, the money yeah, but in what the you ecosystem. Can, uh, but you'll get a sell on all that sort of stuff. The incentives okay. in the deal and all that sort of stuff, you'll get you'll get a return on the player. Where I think Rangers and Celtic um, probably let down younger players is, is 18, 19. If you're good enough, you're old enough, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And And... You know how you can keep keep these players oh. by dipping their toes and playing them, playing them. Yep, and then give them something that they they want to hang about for. They want to stay because they feel as if there's a there's a future. When when these young kids feel as if there's no future, in particular at these two football clubs, what decision do we expect them to come to other than the, I need to get out and play football? Well, Leon King played last season. Devine played a few games. Lowry, Lowry, yeah. he's had to go to to Hearts to. Yep. Progress and, and and we say that all the time as well. If you're not getting the opportunity, Craig, you need to go. The only way you develop is by playing against sure. men, playing for playing for points, playing for prestige. Yeah, McCrory as well, the goalkeeper. Yeah, yeah, N- needs games. Even um, Ross McCrory, who eventually you know went to Aberdeen right, and yeah, now yeah. he's made his move yeah. to yeah. to Bristol City, so mm-hmm. he's. He's making progress. Yeah. Uh, his final point was, it's obviously very difficult. He understands that. What do you think? So you gave us your talk on that. Nottingham Forest are weighing up a move for Rocco Vata. He's 18 now, isn't he? Rudy's son. Is Rudy not yeah. having a word with him and saying, let's stay at Celtic? Well, no. stay at Celtic and do what? How how yeah. much game time are you going to get? And I think that's what you... you his dad will obviously give him a, a bit of sure. advice. If he goes to Forest, how much game time is he going to get there? Um... Wherever it is, you need to play and uh, you need to try and make the, the best judgment possible where that's going to be. I know it's a risk when they're young, but if they can get a, a few years here, like a Kieran Tierney, mm. who played for... Well, what, Kieran Tierney, yeah. he was exceptional, wasn't yeah, he? Sure. So, uh, and he got Champions mm. League football and he was winning trophies uh, with Celtic. Kev wants to ask you, what about the Livingston game? What do you think? We'll have the Rangers team soon. We're just watching for it. Well, this is what the manager, Brendan Rodgers, said um, about going to Livingston this weekend. Yeah, yeah. No, I like, I like Dave. I've come across him when I was up here the last time. These teams are always competitive, make it very difficult for you. So you know that you have to earn the right to to get the three points. So it'll be no different this weekend. We, uh, we're anticipating a tough game. As I said, it's... Uh, it's a surface that's always a challenge, but we, we have to cast that aside and and look to get focused in on getting our the quality of our game and, uh, and get the points. Yeah, what about the pitch? It always does. I think if you have players with knees or situations like that, then sometimes the surface doesn't uh, doesn't help. But uh, but it's no excuse for us. We 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 know that we have to play on artificial pitches at some time throughout the season. So. So we go there, anticipate a tough game, and uh, we look to get the uh, look to get the result. Craig, do you expect Celtic to win on the pitch? At I, the I, the I do, I do, but I expect it to be really hard fought. Um, they're going to have to uh, earn the result because Livingston uh, they will definitely make it uh, really, really hard. Um, they need a result as well. Home mm. is is it's a great leveler for them uh, in terms of that pitch. Um, so Celtic will need to be at their best but I think they'll just get over the line Andy what would you say to Kev well unfortunately we've got plastic pitches in Scotland it's allowed the clubs are quite happy to be playing on it and um, I expected Celtic to win at Kilmarnock earlier in the season but they didn't uh, because they didn't play well and all credit to Kilmarnock nothing to do with the the pitch Kilmarnock were better on the day 
Uh, we're, we've been talking about finance most of the night. I mean, Celtic's finances, depth of squad, strength of squad, it is absolutely it's ten times better than anything Livingston can come up with. So Celtic uh, should be winning. And I, I expect them to win at the weekend, even allowing for the fact that there might be another two or three changes in the team. Stephen's on asking on the socials, what did you think of the wall the other night, Andy? So 30 yards out. I know we mentioned yeah, it was, in the first I thought it was, yeah. I think obviously your your wall is done in the dressing room. I'm sure Craig yeah. will, will say the wall's done in the dressing room. You know where to uh, to stand. Obviously, sometimes there are there are substitutions, there are changes, but nothing like that had happened at the time. And it was interesting that Brendan Rodgers said the players had taken responsibility to change it. They maybe spotted some other uh, danger. But even allowing for that, I think when you're shooting from 30 yards and the ball bounces on the six-yard box and it doesn't go into the corner, I just think you expect your your goalkeeper mm. to save it. And, and for me, it goes uh, 90% a goalkeeping error. Uh, there, there was a mistake in terms of the the structure, in terms of the setup. Um, players did make decisions, wrong decisions, because Kyogo yeah. shouldn't be in that position. But what I will say, like I said, a left footer, and people saying that where Kyogo was the tallest player should have been, that's not correct. No, the tallest player should be the one that lines the wall up. Okay. All right. Why? Just because the goalkeeper still wants to be able to see it. So that that one is the touching point with with the the one that's going to go over the wall. So that's your tallest point. That is why. Get so Kyogo's position it. is not is, is uh, not I, that it, the I wrong disagree. position. I disagree. I think the tallest player should have been in Kyogo's position yeah. and then sliding down from there, not yeah. the smallest player yeah. and then sliding up. Well, that's going ag- that's gone against every single thing that I've had in terms of the the coaching yeah. that I had yeah. as a player. Defender being in walls. How many walls you been been in, Andy? Were you in the walls? Were you the charger? I was in a wall yeah. and I took a few because <laughs> uh, yeah. No, I, I was always on a wall, but I don't. I was never a charger, yeah. and uh, yeah. Well, it's interesting. <laughs> you've got you've that, got a different yeah. team. No, no, it's yeah. just in terms of the, my whole yeah. coaching, my life in terms of walls, in terms of set pieces. The the, the tallest, the tallest players were at that it end. It wasn't completely central. The free kick. No. Yeah, yeah. So no. I understand it was taken by a left-footed player. Yeah. Had it been on the other side, mm-hmm. it would have been taken by a right-footed player, yeah. and and Joe Hart would have been in the, yeah. in the yeah. opposite side defending yeah. that and. Even then, from a right-footed player, you would expect him from 30 yards, bouncing in the six-yard line. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so did, you t- did you need a wall then? 30 yards oh, out? I'd, lo- I'd love to see the, see the first I mean, team I'd that re- does that. I'd, I'd love to see that. But That might be a daft question. No, no. I've, I've heard it from a coach before, and I think Craig Brown alluded to it mm. sometimes. And he, we did it at Bolton once, where our goalkeeper didn't want a wall mm. 30 Shoot. yards out. Yeah. And he was basically saying to the, the, the yeah. player, go and beat me for there. And did he? Uh, no, he didn't. <laughs> it maybe wasn't the quality was you were looking for. And actually, yeah. free kicks now, yeah. the way that they can hit the ball, yeah. the way that they can... It's like ball. Uh, yep. But it's a marker. You know, a ball's a marker. Mm. Yeah. Well, it is a marker. I always remember, I think it was Charlie Nicholas talking about Davy Cooper. Mm. And Davy Cooper loved a wall. And I yeah. remember saying to Charlie... I loved the guy on the outside because he was the one I would I would aim for. Right. Just get it over his head and I knew that I had a right good wow. chance. There's two players, aren't they? Charlie Nicholas and the late great They were doing a David coaching Cooper. thing at, at Cumbernauld. I always remember Charlie I talking know. about that. And David, oh, I was working on it. Sadly, yeah. David was taken from us yeah. at that point. Uh, he was yeah. an exceptional Actually, talent from free me. kicks. Yeah. And even he loved mm. when someone went out and tried to block a corner. 
because it gave him a yeah. target. If mm. I can just put it with pace past okay. his head, I know it's going to be a dangerous ball. This is Brendan Rogers' take the other night on what happened with the wall. Yeah, no, no. Listen, we uh, we talked about it inside. It's I like the players to make decisions, and and there was a decision in the game to to change the wall, thinking that something else might happen. But you have to then make sure the wall is correct, otherwise you get done. So it's it's a very very small detail, but if you don't look after it, um, you end up uh, conceding. So. It was bitterly disappointing at that stage because we had played well in the game. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. 10% off your solar install in September. Terms and conditions apply. Let's go! Thanks, Chris. Busy on the roads as you head to Ibrox tonight or if you're heading home to tune in to Go Radio. Some great music coming up later and we'll keep you right up to date with what's happening. And tomorrow night we'll be here with Barry Ferguson and Mark Guidi. It's been quite a week back in Europe. We've seen the story before. A disappointment for Celtic. Andy, I don't think you thought they were going to win. Maybe you did on Tuesday night, but the manner of it and going down to nine men, most unusual, but it shows you some of the inexperience, young players just in. Yeah, I thought the first uh, red card, the second yellow, if yeah. you like, I thought that was really harsh. I didn't I didn't yeah. think it was a, a penalty, but there you go. These are these are things that sometimes go against you. But the biggest moment was the, the free kick on the stroke of halftime. Mm-hmm. I, I think it's a goalkeeping error. You can talk about the the wall and the influence it had and maybe a bit of it but I would say 90% goalkeeping error 10% the wall and uh, interesting that players were making in-game decisions to change what was you would imagine you know as we've spoken about earlier you know things that are things that are sort of set in stone when you when you haven't made any changes you know how to defend a, a wall in a free kick This was the biggest surprise for me and hearing Brendan's comments I, I just don't know how... So when the game's in finally in, uh, hanging in the balance, which it was in the first half, set plays are really important. So, so important. And for for him to say that he was allowing his players to come up with what was going to happen at that particular moment in time with that set piece, I found astonishing, to be honest with you. For me, I would... Uh, you know, again, I'll be very, very clear in terms of what the, the roles and responsi- responsibilities were of the players. Team news will be in from Ibrooks any moment now. They seem to release it a bit later this year. I think it's be any time now. Just a couple of, of other headlines. In fact, they are coming. Who's going to be the Inverness Cali manager? So an approach has been made for Darren O'Day at Celtic. And also Liam Fox's name has been mentioned under serious consideration. Right, here's the Rangers team for tonight. Butland in goals, of course. Tavernier. Lundstrom is playing. This is the way it's coming out just now. Lundstrom, Goldson, Lawrence is playing as well. Sefuentes, mm-hmm. Matondo, Sima, Ruth, Davies, and Barisic. So there's no there's deserts no there. Yeah. So let you. I'll just say no, again, no Craig. Jack? So uh, no Jack. No, no. He'll be on the bench. I'll give you the bench in a moment. Yeah, Butland, Tavernier, uh, Goldson. I'm just looking at the back line. Uh, Davies and Barisic. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you've got Lawrence in there. Sefuentes. Yes. Yeah, you've got uh, Lundstrom. Lundstrom, yeah. So you thought he might be Barry last night, thought he might be, but he wasn't quite sure if he would. Um, and on the bench, I think that's just coming up as well, which James is giving me. McCrory and Wright, the goalkeepers, Suter, Jack, Dessers, Lammers, Sterling, Wright, King, Devine, Lyle and McKinnon. Early thoughts then, Craig? You've got that, so... Um. Yeah, again, like I said, the, in terms of the, for me, it's the the back four, back five, what you expect, and I guess it's it's there for the forward mid to to the forward areas where 
on a you, you don't really know because Michael's chopped and changed a little bit. Um, so, it, look, not surprised. Uh, again, it's just what what is going to work. I think it's, it's how you start this match. Um, need to to get the crowd engaged early doors. Need to get the ball forward early. Need to get the balls into the box. Um, Roof starting. Uh, I, I still think yeah. that Roof is probably. Uh, instinctive, the best finisher uh, at the football club still. So it's good to see him getting more minutes to, to build from. Seema, quite pacey. Yeah. Matondo, mm-hmm. pace. So there's, look, there, there's a threat of pace in this match uh, at home, which I, I quite like. Yeah, Andy, you, you, yeah. you also look at the opposition. They've got Hector Bellerin, yes. who we yep. always know from his time at Arsenal. You've got uh, Ishko, who I think we've seen some special mm-hmm. things from him over the last uh, number of years. They, Technically, they'll be very good uh, with their technique on the ball, mm. the, the the way they control it, pass it. This will be a right good test uh, for Rangers. See, Bravo's made it as well. The keeper, yeah. um, who at the veteran stage, but he's the top keeper. So yeah, they in. thought they might yeah. have to revert to third choice, but uh, they've got the main man in. Yeah, they've got Bravo, Bellerin, Rodriguez, the captain Pazella, Ezalzui. They've got Iglesias, Enrique. Uh, Bartra yeah they are two separate <laughs> yeah. players I should have said Borja Iglesias and Luis Enrique well done yeah yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> um, Abner Vincius uh, Mark Roca and Isco as you mentioned so strong team for Rangers then how they're lining up exactly then Craig you've that's a 4-3-3 four, yeah. four, no surprise Just maybe some surprise up front yeah no, yeah, well, no uh, Dezers at all no Dezers so, yeah. so look so out of the out of the three I mean Roof obviously is going to play uh, the further oh, or potentially Seema uh, but again I, I think what they might do with Rangers is look to whoever's going to play the nine mm-hmm. uh, Paul, I actually think they're going to at times come quite deep mm-hmm. which will then allow I think the, the wider areas the pace to try and then get in behind and, and, and cause problems that way but at the same time then you need to get bodies fur- further forward at the right time to make sure in attacks for Rangers You've got three, four bodies in the box. Is Roof the nine, do you think? And the way they will line up tonight? Seema see see running off him? Or, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm, he can be and he can yeah, also play sure. off him. I mean, you're saying a 4-3-3, you may well be right. I, I'm thinking a back four of Tavernier, Golson, Davis, Barisic. Yeah. Then I'm thinking Sifuentes and Lundstrom. Mm-hmm. And then three in front of him of Seema right, Lawrence in the middle, mm-hmm. Matondo on the left. Yeah. Came our Roof, the sort of focal point of your... Of your attack, so yeah, I'm right. thinking a four-two-three-one. Okay, I had a lot of sense. Formations do my head in. <laughs> <laughs> Fans will play a big role tonight. I think they'll be behind the team. They, you know, they showed it every week. They support us. You know, the, I thought the fans were excellent at St Johnston at the weekend. There was. Um, they cheered the team off, they clapped them off. So I think they want to see uh, their team go after Real Betis and we'll do that as best as we can. They're a good side, you know. The players like Ishko in there and the Jose Perez, we have to be careful with some of their attacking players. But the most important thing tomorrow is that we come off that pitch and we're talking about Rangers players. That's the aim for everybody. As I say, it's a, it's a real high-quality game. We're looking forward to it. We have been since the draw came out. Yep, it's going to be some game tonight. Andy, what do you think is going to happen? Um, I think it'll be a draw. I think Rangers really need to rise to the occasion. I think they need to give... The team needs to give the supporters something. They'll obviously be you know, loud and, and fine voice, but um, I think you've got to recognise the quality of opposition. 
I like uh, some of the players at uh, Batista. In fact, Perez is not playing. He's on the, the bench. I've, I've seen him play a number of times. But this is a big night, I think, for Michael Beale because a, a defeat tonight immediately puts you on the back foot. It's a home game. You're expected to, to get a win. I take Craig's point when he mentioned earlier about it, it's just the manner of the performance if you lose. I'm not so sure because I, I think a lot of the Rangers supporters have already... Uh, the, the, Michael Beale has lost a lot of the, yeah. the Rangers support at this point and he needs a big result and a big performance to, to get them back none, none bigger than tonight what, oh, what I'm going to say here is and I'm not, I'm not covering all bases I, I, I'm really not right. but if, if Rangers can get off to a positive start and score first mm-hmm. they go and win the game right 2-1 right? but I think both teams are going to score so if, if Betis were the ones that got that first goal then I think it could be um, the result could slip away from Rangers. But that has happened before. They've gone behind at yeah. home and they've come back and surprised. I don't them. think if they okay. went behind, sorry, and I didn't mean to cut you off there, Paul, no, but uh, with the way that the season's gone already and the, the, the angst at times from the fans, if they were to go behind, oh, I don't know whether the players would bounce back from the, uh, the booze mm-hmm. that would come. That is a factor, Andy, isn't it? This early in the season. Well, you mentioned it earlier, Paul, about the stadium being 100% uh, Rangers supporters. Sometimes that's difficult to deal with if you're not playing well yeah. because that's 100% turning against you. And I think I'll, certainly Michael Beale heard it and he saw it and that would be the, the case for the, the players as well. They heard it, they saw it. You've got this very recent Rangers team that did yeah. brilliant things, getting to a... Uh, Europa League final uh, the Rangers fans are used to a, a, a little bit of success uh, travelling away getting favourable results and this is an entirely new look side and they're they're desperate for a, a, a Ryan Kent and a Morelos to step mm-hmm. forward and, and be the game changer Who, who's the game changer for Rangers tonight I think it could mm-hmm. be Tom Lawrence I, I think he's got the ability uh, Roof, we all know what he's sure. capable of. Matondo has got the pace. Mm-hmm. Sima has got the pace. But can they influence a, a big game when it matters? We talk about this all the time. Big games, when it matters, who do Rangers have as game changers? And the truth is, right now, we don't know. We might know tonight, though, Craig Moore, just before 10 o'clock. The lights are on at Ibrox. We can almost see it from here. Craig, who is going to be the game changer tonight? Actually, when Andy said Matondo... He could uh, he could make his name at Rangers a bit of pace he did, well, taking he looked, the chances. He's got pace, hasn't he? Yeah. And, and and you know what? He wants to threaten. He wants to get in behind. And if you know if, if Betis um, play high, and, and if Rangers are able to you know players like Lawrence get a little bit of space um, and be able to look forward and play balls in behind, Matondo is a real threat. And you can see already in terms of a player's confidence uh, and how it's turned because he's he's scored a few goals and. Uh, he's been looking good so he's a big danger and of course you need to watch for VAR I mean we're getting used to it but again in Europe look at it the the Celtic game uh, the other night two red cards Mm. Uh, they also chopped off a couple of goals for Feyenoord so need to keep your heat Craig definitely are we getting used to it I'm I'm still not I think again that the uh, Lager Bielka sending off I thought was an absolute joke Look at the Man United uh, penalty against yeah, them. Yeah, I still think the VAR. I well, mean, the thing with Lagan Bielka, it was a yeah. second yellow, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it was. So yeah. you, you, it can't be referred to 
And yet Andy, Devar, you only look at it in terms of was that a penalty? Or the not? ball was going nowhere, wasn't it? Nah, well, Always going to the nowhere. Keeper. Yeah. I, I understand up, yeah. uh, Brendan Rodgers talking about maybe the lack of experience, but even even then, I didn't think it was a, mm. a foul. There's been another goal. What's happening it? over there? Let's go live, Andy Walker. <laughs> Leisure Warsaw three. Leisure are back Aston in front. front two. Three two. Yeah. The Villa are getting beat. And remember, this is not yeah. two legs. They were, you're you're playing for points tonight, so yeah. they need to come back for yeah. a third time to get at least a point. Good luck to the Seagulls, whoever they are. <laughs> of course, it's Brighton and they're ripping it up in yeah. England. First game ever in Europe, isn't it? Isn't I it a great yeah. first game in Europe and isn't it a yeah. great story? And there is a club who yeah. spend money, sell for absolute fortunes, mm. but they've sold their best players and they're still going to Old Trafford and beat Man United. Craig, what about uh, the keeper we saw last night? Joe Hart saved a penalty mm-hmm. two nights ago. Yeah. Jack Butland, everyone said they liked the way he started at Rangers. Could he be big this evening? Oh, he'll need, to, three, he'll need to be because he'll yeah. have to he'll, he'll, look. He'll have to make important yeah. saves. Uh, he's out of all the players, he's the one that's hit the ground running. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, he's been very. You see good. his quality on a weekly yes. basis. He's calm as well. Scorers, apart from Tavernier, do you reckon for Rangers? <laughs> well, I mean, yes, he's the uh, top scorer, isn't he? I'll go or for Roof. Roof, yeah. And Seema. Roof and. What about Seema. Tavernier's penalty? Yeah, there's no penalty tonight. No. Hey, listen, I mean, he scores as well, not just penalties, Andy Walker. You're waspish, as always. Um, Is it a score draw you're going for? I'm going for a score draw, Uh, 1-1. Yeah, and for Rangers, who do you think uh, might get the goal? I think Matondo, who's looked good in earlier uh, European ties. I really like the way he took his goal at the weekend. And um, fancy him tonight for a goal. Aberdeen still 1-1. Well into the second half. Let's hope tomorrow we're talking about the Dons doing well against all the odds. Uh, against in all the odds. Yeah. I mean, there's a club that have got uh, absolute fortunes. Aberdeen going up against them. Here's hoping to get at least a point. Yeah, Thank you very much, Andy. Danke schön for that one. Yeah, good luck tonight, Craig. Enjoy it. Cheers, Paul. And you'll be back again next week. Thanks so much. Barry's here tomorrow night at five, along with Mark Guidi. The news is next. The Go Radio Football Show with Global Eco Energy. Personal face-to-face advice on renewable energy products. Let's go! Looking to reduce your energy bills? Global Eco Energy install renewable energy products to domestic, commercial and public sector customers with a wide range of renewable energy products including solar PV, battery storage and air source heat pumps we offer bespoke solutions for a free quote and to find out more about grants and funding options go to global-eco.co.uk and quote Solar 10 for 10% off your installation available until 30th September 2023